0: Jesus is our righteousness. We are already righteous. He has made the conditions for righteousness for us. We're already righteous. But there's something about walking in the light of that righteousness. Yielding to the new self. The new creation. The life that God has ordained for us to live that will bring us into enjoying the things that God had promised. Because now we have strength to live for God. We have strength. We have spiritual strength to live for God. Don't let anybody tell you that you don't have strength. The Bible says, while we were yet without strength in due season, Christ died for the ungodly. You're not weak. You're not as weak as if you're born again, that is, if you're born born of God. Hallelujah. Bible says whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Hallelujah. So we have faith that gives is faith that gives us the victory. We believe God and then we win. Amen. We're not supposed to uh, go the way of the world. Things are not supposed to work in the life of the believer the way it works with the world. Hallelujah. If the, if the world has suicide, we shouldn't have suicide. The, if the world will have, you know, uh, uh, if divorces at a, you know, say, five out of ten, ten marriages or end in a divorce, it should not be our story. Praise the Lord. Because we are living a different kind of life. We're living the God kind of life. Hallelujah. Amen. And we have been given eternal life. We're sons and daughters of God. And so when the world comes to us, they ought to see something better. They ought not to see the same thing they're seeing with themselves with us. To bless means to be empowered to succeed. Hallelujah. To be empowered to prosper. To succeed, amen, to have joy, peace, hallelujah. To be cursed means to be empowered to fail. Glory be to God. So if you're failing, you're not walking in the blessing. And the Bible says we have been called to inherit a blessing, not a curse. Hallelujah. And God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness, and that is why he says that um, we should look into the perfect law of liberty and we'll continue therein, not being a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. So, and in the man who does that, all right, will be blessed, the Bible says. Amen? So, we, it's important that we, um, that we know how God wants us to live. Amen, and the things he wants us to believe. Praise the Lord Jesus. What we leave dormant in our lives will not work. The fact that God said it, it's in the word, does not automatically make it ours. It is is in us. It is dormant in us. We have to activate it. Praise the Lord. Glory be to Jesus. There are certain things that people say in the negative world that people have some dormant genes that cause disease in their system. And when it's activated, the disease begins to come. We have dormant blessings in us. So it is what we activate that begins to work. And faith is an act. Sometimes what faith requires for us to do is to say something. And sometimes it requires for us to do something. So whatever that faith requires us to do is what we should do in order to reap the benefit that God talks about. That's how to walk in the promises of God. And the Bible says that we become partakers of the divine nature through the promises. Amen? Glory be to Jesus. When we see things in God's word... Because we are opened to the fatherhood of God. And so when we see things in God's word, we should be able to activate them for our benefit. Because God said it for our benefit in the first instance. He didn't say those things so that the world will enjoy everything. And it seems like poverty and misery, uh, depression, and struggle in life seems to be the part or the portion of the one who believes now the bible says that the new testament is based upon better promises hallelujah we're going to look at one of the promises in the old covenant hallelujah but it slips into the new i I like to understand how, how 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 do i know that i shall inherit it hallelujah how do i know for sure now i'm not saying the preacher says one thing you know because sometimes people say things to you uh, that they believe the word said. And when you want to implement the situation, you, you find out that he didn't actually say it the way that they said it said it. Hallelujah. Abraham said to, to the Lord, how do I know that I will inherit it? So we need to know how do we know that these things under the old covenant belong to us in the new Because what has happened is that the blessings of the old covenant come into the new along with new things. That is why it's a better covenant. It includes the best of the old plus the new. How wouldn't it be a better covenant? So if we leave those things that the old had, and we we don't read the Old Testament, you know, you see some people, they say, Uh, That they should tear off, you know, I had some ministers say, just tear off the Old Testament, throw it away, and you'll live a very successful Christian life. Um, it's not exactly true. The principles of the kingdom are also in the old. You find them there. Praise God. Practical living. And so when we go to, um, Second Corinthians chapter one, verse 18. He said, but as God is true, our word toward you was not yea and nay. that is, it was not uncertain. Praise God. He said, for the son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me, Silvanus and uh, Timothy was not yes and no, but in him was yes. What's he talking about? Verse 20. It says, for all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. It says, now he which establishes us with you in Christ and had anointed us is God, who had also sealed us and given us the earnest of the spirit in our hearts. Praise the Lord. All the promises of God. Verse 20. That means that all the promises that God had been making from the beginning up till now belongs to us. It was made to Abraham, it belongs to us. It was made to Israel, it belongs to us. Who are seeds of the covenant? Praise the Lord. We are born of God. Amen. Uh, Who is the person that is born of God? Glory be to Jesus. 1 John chapter 5 verse 1. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, the son of God, is born of God. And everyone who loves him who begot also loves him who is begotten of him. By this we know, by this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. The old King James says grievous. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Overcometh the world. For whatever is born of God overcometh the world. Uh, I believe the new King James will say overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So if you want to live in victory and in success, you have to live it by faith. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. Amen. And faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And the source of faith is the word of God. Amen. The source of faith is the word of God. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 10 verse 17, it says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Glory be to Jesus. So that's how faith comes. Faith comes by us knowing the promises of God. Us knowing what God has promised us unto whom the ends of the world are come. We are the ones in the last of the last days. So God wants us to know the real thing from the fake. The real thing. And the real thing or the substance of reality is the word of God. God wants us to see things from his perspective. Amen? All right. If it's not in the word, it's not God. If it's contrary to the word of God, it's not God. So don't let the things that you see, hear, or feel deceive you. If you walk after the senses, you will die. What I mean by that is that The Bible says to be carnally minded. If all that you're mindful of is the senses, you will kill yourself spiritually. You become blind to the fatherhood of God. You become insensitive to the things of the kingdom. And so when God is talking to you, you will not know. And you will not want to do what he's saying. Because you're caught up in your world. In the world. You're caught up in what you think about it rather than listening to the counsel of the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Amen? So, we're not supposed to be going around listening to the counsel of the world. As far as God is concerned, the best of the world's wisdom is foolishness before him. Because the world in their wisdom did not know Jesus. We need to look at the real things, amen? And not to be, you know, using things that are in the sight of God, silly and unproductive and making them the main things. Praise the Lord Jesus. Now let's go to Psalm 112. So he says, praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. Blessed is the man, empowered to succeed, empowered to prosper, is the man that feareth the Lord. The word here, it means to respect, to have respect, to have reverence, to be in awe of, we should fear the Lord, knowing the terror of the Lord. Because when we see how he handles the unjust. It will tell us something about why we shouldn't do some things. The rebellious dwell in a dry land. If you're rebellious, you will dwell in a dry land. But if you be obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Praise the Lord. If you obey God, you will eat the good of the land. Now, even though you have been made righteous... You have to yield to the life of God to enjoy the benefit of the righteous. There's a way to talk, to live. It says that that man who wants to have peace must be someone who will hold his tongue. And this holding of tongue is minding what you're saying in terms of where you are going, your life. And what you're doing also. Praise the Lord. Let's say you have no regard for the word of God. You, you see that even though you are righteous on the inside. And the life of God is on the inside. You're not going to enjoy the benefit that the kingdom talks about. The advantage that the righteous has is that we know the truth. And can live in the light of it. We know we have a nature. We have the, God, the nature of God in us. As new, crea- new creatures in Christ. And so if we know God and therefore we live like we know him. We don't live like people who don't know the Lord. So when we're looking at the scripture like this, we're rejoicing. It says, praise the Lord. Bless is the man that fear the Lord. We all here have the fear of God. But he's wanting to let it walk and sing and, you know, live inside of you and then it will produce results. And delight in his commandments. You can put their delight in his word. All of God's word are his instructions. Verse 2. His seed, he's not trying to tell you what's going to happen to that man that is righteous and living according to the will of God. He said his seed shall be mighty upon the earth. Shall be mighty upon the earth. He says the generation of the upright shall be blessed. You should have this expectation. The Bible says that the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. You should have this expectation that your children, your seed will be mighty upon the earth. By faith I receive it. I'm righteous, so I qualify right off the bat. I qualify. But if I'm not living the life of God, the way God wants me to live, if I'm not, my conscience is not going to allow my faith to walk. You know, the the Bible tells us something that some people have faith and have neglected their conscience and have made a shipwreck of their faith. Now, but remember that as long as Jesus tarries, you can always turn around. What I mean is, you should turn around and say, wow, Jesus hasn't shown up yet. So you make a U-turn. If you were doing something wrong, make a U-turn and move in the direction God wants you to go. So that you may enjoy your life. So, as children of God, praise the Lord, we should listen to the voice of the word of God. What's the word saying to me to do right now? Praise the Lord. So I will listen. Now, if the enemy is speaking, it will be contrary to the word of God. He will say, your your life is useless. There's nothing good ever going to come out of your life. You're a terrible person. Your things are never going to work out for you. Now, the Bible says we should not believe that. We should not say it. To believe is to say something. What you actually believe is going to come out of your mouth. He said, his seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house. And his righteousness endureth forever. Now that means that poverty cannot be in my house. But this is potentially ours. Is it not true? It belongs to us. But it's a dormant gifting in the believer's house. Which means there are angels who carry out these things, who reckon unto the voice of his word or his command. They're standing, but they're idle. They're not doing anything because you're not saying anything. You're not activating the things of God. Philemon 6 says that the communication of your faith might become effectual through the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you by Christ Jesus. Why, why do you always need to meditate upon the word of God? So that the word will come to stay in you. So that you don't change your mind. Hallelujah. He said, unto the upright, there ariseth light in the darkness. He is gracious, full of compassion, and righteous. We've been given a free gift of righteousness. Our righteousness is not ours. It was given to us. It's become ours now. But we didn't work for it. It's a free gift. Now that we are righteous, the righteous people have a way of behaving. Because we have a nature of righteousness. Right living is in us. We're creatures of God. We have the nature of God. We have the life of God. Love is a spirit that dwells in us. God lives in us. It says, A good man showed favor and lent it. He will guide his affairs with discretion. That discretion, where is he coming from? The word of God. You, you guide your affairs to his word. Bible says that God teaches us to profit and leads us in the way that we should go. So when you don't know how to make profit, you don't know how to make progress in your life. You, 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 you activate the spirit of, of, of godly guidance unto to profit. How do you activate it? By the spoken word. Say, Lord, you said in your word that you teach me to profit. In fact, you don't even have to say that. Just say, God teaches me to profit and leads me in the way that I should go. So I'm going to make profit in this thing I'm doing. I know. You say, how do you know that? I know how to make profit. How do you know? I know all things. How can you say you know all things? The Bible says so. I know all things because the Holy Ghost teaches me all things surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. You will not be moved. When other people are going through some stuff and all of that, you will not be moved. Hallelujah. You will not be moved. Glory be to Jesus. You will not be moved. When the circumstances are contrary to the word of God, you will not be moved. You will not be moved. The Bible says, when men are falling down, you will say there's a lifting up. The one, how can you say in a situation like this, that things are working beautifully well? well what are you talking about? I said, the economy is going to the dogs. said, no, my economy is not going to the dogs. Wealth and riches are in my home. I live with it and if somebody comes and sees your home say, where are the wealth and the riches they're here they're here they're here hallelujah faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen for at that time you are exercising your faith now they see you a couple of years later or a couple of months later or a couple of weeks later they see you with the thing and then they say wow it works then they have to go to the buy to the sellers. Do you get it? So, when when you're being taught these things, you start applying them now, the results are coming. It's not the day you plant your seed that the harvest comes. You plant your seed, then the harvest will come after a gestation period. Amen. Now, those who are not actively using the word right now, leaving the word will not see the victory that the world talks about. When they see you with it, then they need to go back and start doing what you were doing. But by then, time has passed by. Do you get what I'm saying? What I'm teaching you now, have been doing for years, up to the point where...